Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on a Monday. We say hello to you. Hope you had a good weekend. Trent and I both did. Uh, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. Great show lined up today. Uh, Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report, will be on with us at about 1225. At 1 o'clock, Pete Mundo from CBS and Heartland uh, will be joining us. And then at 140, Rick Heller. The University of Iowa baseball coach. That's Rick Heller coming up at one forty, and more baseball at two o'clock. The Cubs den with John Arguello. How you doing, kid? Ah, oh, not too bad. Good yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, had the parents in town for the weekend. Holy cow! So they're having fun playing with Ella. We had picked up a couple of tickets to Neil Diamond for them. Oh, last night for their birthdays. Song, song, blue. Yeah, yeah, okay, that guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. So they were at that last night. Wow! And uh, then they drove home. They're weird. My mom <laughs> had to work today. <laughs> now, like, are, are they in, are they in Osage? Uh, they live in New Hampton, which is about thirty five miles away from Osage. Oh, okay. Yep. And so, uh, so it's a couple hour drive. It's to get to New Hampton. It's a little. If it's further east, it's about two forty. Oh, okay. So after the concert, they drove home, and then my mom worked this morning. Unbelievable. Couldn't call in sick? I guess not. My mom has never called in sick. Are you ever. serious? Really? You know that I don't... She's a trooper. No, you come no matter what. Right. Unless I tell you, I don't want it, get out of here. Right. And yes. even then, you yeah, still can handle it. Yeah, I know. It's tough to get you out. I do not believe I've ever been sick from a show. You were gone on vacation yes. earlier back in April. Yep. And uh, I had walking pneumonia. Whew, glad I, I missed it. I didn't miss a day of work. <laughs> well, no, because you're sitting. You're sitting. You're not walking. You're sitting. Yeah, I, you did, had, I didn't feel very you good. You had sitting pneumonia. R- rest would have been pretty good. <laughs> I bet it would have been. But uh, I just don't do that. I learned that from mom. Oh, wow. You go to work. That's a good trait. You go to work. I rarely miss. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good one, Jimmy B. Yeah, I rarely you're, miss You're going to be uh, out of the chuckle hut coming up <laughs> on Tuesday night. Get your seats now. It's a good joke. Try the, try the prime rib. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today, as we mentioned. But let's start first. Uh, well, let's start locally, okay? Of course. Because I think Iowa State got completely caught off guard on this Darius McNeil. The kid saying, you know what? I'm not going to show up. Yeah, it's... That's a weird story. It, it is. For people that didn't catch the story here, Darius McNeil, one of the three members of the freshman class yes, coming in. Yes, coming in. And we've talked about, obviously, Lindell Wigginton, we've talked a ton about. He's a five-star player. He's going to come in and play right away. I've talked a lot about Terrence Lewis, the kid from Milwaukee, small forward, 6'6". I just really like his game. I think he's going to be a really nice player for Iowa State. But McNeil was the forgotten member, if you will, of this freshman class coming in. He wasn't very highly ranked, didn't play in a whole lot of AAU events. He wasn't really widely regarded. He wasn't on anybody's top 150 list, anything like that. Just didn't have the same cachet as those other two guys that are both top 100 players. And Wigginton's case, a top 25 player nationally. So there just wasn't a whole lot of talk. And, you know, we kind of saw a similar guy this year in Jacoby Long. Mm-hmm. Came yeah. in, Oklahoma kid, same thing, not a whole lot of accolades. Well, and he, he played, but played very sparingly this past year. And I think a lot of people maybe kind of put it in that same kind of thought process. Hey, maybe this kid will develop. Maybe he can give us something later in his career by the time he's a junior, senior, something like that. But there weren't a whole lot of expectations. And it's funny. 
you saw I saw over at Cyclone uh, Fanatic, mm-hmm. they had an article talking about just a couple days prior. Hey, don't forget about this kid. Yeah, don't don't forget about this I kid. Know. And then two years, two days later, we get uh, forget about this forget kid about him. because <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's asking for his release. Now, we see college students. This happens all the time when there's a coaching change. Uh-huh. Coaching change comes. Kid asks for his release, and for the most part, they're released from their scholarship and they're able to go out. They don't have to set out. We saw it at a local level when Todd Licklider was fired. Mm-hmm. And that recruiting class that had Roy Devin Marble was a part of it. They had Ben Brust, who we saw go to Wisconsin. Right. Um, they didn't put a whole lot of hang-up into it. It was a Big Ten rule, in fact, that Ben Brust would have to sit out even with a release. Sure. And they were able to wiggle around that. Cody Larson, who ended up going down and playing at Florida, from South Dakota. He was a top 100 player. Licklider got, uh, asked for his release, got it, went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Ended up finishing his career up at South Dakota State. Went to the NCAA tournament. A real nice player. But it's it's pretty cut and dry when that happens. This is so different, though, because there were no changes in the coaching staff. That, not only did the head coach not leave, all the assistants are there, too. So whoever was the lead recruiter, you have to figure that connection's still there, right? Yeah, you'd think so. So what's going on? I don't know. I mean, look, we've done research on it here. Steve Prome only a few nights before on the road trip that the uh, caravan is on uh, said, hey, look, he's going to be an important part of what we do. And then a couple of days later, no, he's not. He's gone. I don't know, Trent. This is, and I look, fans in their, I guess, bastion of loving their teams will criticize like crazy when a kid does that. But he's 17 or 18 years old. I mean, I couldn't decide half the time if I wanted chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. So that's why I always got two scoops, because I couldn't make the decision, (laughs) one of each. But, I mean, really, that's how it is. I mean, you got a situation right now at Pittsburgh where they won't let the kid out. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous how the power that schools have over youngsters. Okay, and everybody, well, they get a free education. It's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. I get that. But on the other hand, you you can't tell the kid, all right, you're going to play here or nowhere else. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. Didn't they run into that? Didn't Utah and Iowa run into that? Yes. With uh, At Wisconsin, he tried to get out, and Bo Ryan was going to make it miserable on him, and there was so much blowback that he finally relented. Right. I'm hoping that's the case at Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll describe that story for you as soon as we get done with McNeil here. But now, if you're Iowa State, you're sitting there scratching your head. What, sure. did, we, what did we do? Did, did somebody... Say something bad to the kid? Did you know? Did his puppy die? What you know? What happened here? Why? Right. Why did it change all of a sudden? That's the question. Well, and when you get into these different layers, I mean, there's there's so many different parts that that could go. I what jumps to my head first? Yes. Want to hear something like this? Is there's something going on closer to home? Mm-hmm. And you can. Read whatever you want, either girlfriend, 
Yeah. Hey, I don't want you. you don't want yeah. Me yeah, I hear you. Yeah. When you're 17, 18 yeah, years yeah. old, those things matter. Now, looking back as adults, yeah, we laugh it. it doesn't matter at all. But. See ya. <laughs> yes. But. I'm out of here. That is something that jumps up there. Yeah, it does. Then you go from that could be, you know, something else. It could be illness in the family, you know, but it, something close to home. It, right. It could that, be. You, that's what you look at first. Yeah. I agree. The next thing then would be tampering. Uh-huh. Where somebody close to home says, you know what? We do have a scholarship for you. Mm-hmm. And you can play a well, lot closer to home. Well, he doesn't say it to the kid. He says it to somebody in the family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm I saying. Got, I got you. It, it gets back to Darius McNeil that that happens. And, and we see tampering happen all the time. And uh, an example here, another one on the local front, is that of... Marcellus Somerville. Now, this is going back to the Alford days. Mm-hmm. He redshirted his first season, which came as a surprise for a lot of people. He was a top 100 player coming out uh, from downstate Illinois. Good player. Redshirted that year. And then right before his sophomore campaign, his redshirt freshman year, he left. And he went back to his hometown school of Bradley. Okay. A lot of people will say that Jim Less, the head coach at the time of Bradley, maybe some of his assistants, they were able to get to Martellus, tell him, hey, this is what's going to happen yeah. here. And it went down that route. Now, he turned out to be an incredible player. I mean, everybody remembers Patrick O'Brien from that Bradley yes, team. absolutely. That beat Kansas, went to the Sweet 16, the big guy from Minneapolis. But Somerville was the best player on that team. Okay. O'Brien was picked in the top 15 in the NBA draft. Right. Plays for the Knicks, I believe. Somerville was the best player, though, on that Bradley okay. team. He was incredibly good by the end. Wasn't able to play, had to sit out then another year. He had two years where he sat out, one in his redshirt season, and then another redshirt season as he was transferring to Bradley, and then was only able to play three years. But he was a great talent, an unbelievable player, and a lot of people will tell you the reason he ended up at Bradley was because of tampering. It happens. And if you think it doesn't happen, you know, wake up. These kind of things happen all the time. Now, for the most part, a lot of kids just end up staying, but that would be the next kind of level that you jump to wondering, if there's somebody, some college close to home. So it comes back to Iowa State now. You have this kid that doesn't want to be there for whatever reason. Do you put limitations on where he can go? Do you say, that's fine. We don't want you transferring to another Big 12 program, though. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We don't want you transferring to another D1 program in Texas. You can go that route. You can put those kind of restrictions on there. It paints your program in a bad light, as you mentioned with Bo Ryan. Yes. Bo Ryan put limitations for Utah. Correct. On the whole Big Ten. He did. On the whole ACC. Yes. Because, well, we might play them in the ACC Big 12 Challenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, come that on. was the laughable part that about it. That was very laughable. And there were a few other schools that were listed on there that yeah. they had non-conference home and home yeah, Marquette was one of them. Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. I, I want to say Florida. Yeah, I think they, I think they were in there. Yes, them. you're right. And something like that. So they had all these restrictions there. So that comes to Iowa State. Here's the difficult part. If you feel there is tampering happening, and let's just say uh, he's from Houston. Let's just say it's University of Houston. Okay. We'll just say that. Okay. And you really feel like, that coaching staff is the one that's been talking to him, tampering with him, whatever it is. Without real evidence, you can't come out and say that. That is correct. You can't say, well, we're only restricting him to Houston in this instance because right. we think that you, you can't do that. I agree. You can't. So that leads into this, and, and you can be painted very poorly as Bo Ryan was mm-hmm. at the time 
when you put those kind of restrictions. It it's a tough spot now for Iowa State. Let me let me equate it this way. In the business that you and I work in, mm-hmm. generally when you sign with a company in our business, radio, television, because of the way the business is now structured, you're considered a personality. You have to sign what is known as a non-compete clause. Mm -hmm. And in that non-compete clause, it generally states where you cannot walk across the street at the end of your contract and work for TV station channel 13 and then walk over to channel 8 without sitting out three or six months, however, that sometimes it's a year Mm -hmm. uh, in that non-compete clause. Now, in our business, people have fought it, and they have been successful in in winning, especially in a right-to-work state. Mm-hmm. But it's a case in point that we are adults, and we understand the structure of the way business in our business is conducted. Now we're talking about a 17-, 18-year-old who has no idea what politics in college sports really is all about. Am I making a fair equation or not really? Well, you're talking about getting paid versus that's getting correct. a scholarship. Getting a scholarship. People will say, well, that's he's getting paid. He's, he's getting he's $100,000 for he, college education. That's, that's not I, money in your pocket. No, it's not. No, no it's not. No, limiting. I have a problem with limiting. I agree with kids you. on where they want to transfer. Yes, I and, agree. You know, in non-revenue sports, you know, you don't have to sit out. That's right. Yes, you. You're a wrestler. You're a women's basketball player. Yeah. you don't have to sit out when you're. No, you, you can move. It is for football and men's basketball. That's, that's, that's correct. Where the sit out comes in. So you know, that's kind of another layer here that every other sport it doesn't matter. But I guess the NCAA put this rule in so you don't get super teams, maybe? Could be. Or or kids just wouldn't play, for an example, at Iowa State one year and the next year play at Iowa and vice versa. But we've, I, mean, I mean, you know. We, we've seen plenty of people make those leaps. They, there and, have been those I mean, changes. We've seen lots of college guys that have played in three different schools sure. throughout their career. It sure. happens yeah. a lot anymore. But that's at least the reasoning behind it. I, I don't know if there's a good answer. I'm just kind of sitting on the sidelines on this one and seeing how Iowa State handles it mm-hmm. because it's a difficult spot. Didn't and, and it's also difficult. It's a Texas kid, and you're a conference that has a lot of Texas schools. Right. If you're as high as on this guy as a lot of people are, you don't want to have to see him twice a year if he's playing a Texas Tech, if, if he's playing a TCU. You don't sure. want to see him twice yeah. a year. Yeah. So I understand you want to limit him. And then you go next step further, and if you think there's tampering, and that's why he ends up there, right? you don't want to allow that either. Was Hollis Cook a three-school guy? Yeah. Oregon yep. Oregon State, Iowa State, and now is he Reno? He's at Nevada, Nevada Reno? Right. In, and, in Nevada, yeah. He went there initially. He wasn't going to be able to play because of the injuries. Right. And he was just going to be like a student assistant. But, yeah, yeah. We've Well, I mean, back to the story from last week with Bryce DeJean Jones. Yes, yeah, same deal. And there's a three-school three player. Three-school player. It happens a lot. In yeah. Especially with the fifth-year grad transfer option. Right, right. You see a ton of this happening. Yeah. Uh, that goes on there. Well, Jimmy B., with that, uh, we will certainly talk more. Alex Halstead tomorrow. Yep. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on that. We got Pete Mundo. We'll talk Big 12 football with him at 1 o'clock. We'll get some thoughts on Iowa State. A lot of Hawkeye talk today as well. 
Uh, the news from Friday, another Friday news dump. Mm, yes, it is. $6.5 million awarded to Jane Meyer and Look, Tracy Grease. That doesn't surprise either one of us. We said that they would settle yep. and cut bait, and that would be the best thing for them to do. Yeah, we'll get into that with Tom Caker coming yeah. up here in just a little bit. But before that, let's take a quick look back at yesterday in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing as we start with a little baseball, a double dip yesterday at Target Field as the Twins and Royals were rained out on Saturday. We start game one. Sal Perez, boy, he had a big game yeah. and a big day overall here. Gets the scoring started with the two-run homer. That right, because he blasts this one high and deep and gone, and the Royals take the early 2 nothing lead. So it goes deep there off of Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes still trying to find his way back after the injury that uh, he was lost for the season. The Royals win game one. To game two we go of the double dip and some pop being shown by the Twins after getting down 2 nothing early on. Here is the second of back-to-back homers. This one from Max Kepler. A deep drive to right field. Back is Soler. Four to two Twins. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Max Kepler second Home run of the inning for the Twins there, a 4-2 lead as they go on to win game two of the doubleheader yesterday and stay in first place in the American League Central. We go to the Cardinals, who hit the skids. Yeah, they had. Lost uh, late into the night on Saturday night. That thing went deep. It was on Fox, too. I was flipping around. So, as I said, my parents were in town. My stepdad's a big Cardinals fan. Okay. So we're 671, looking for, not on there. Oh, maybe it's on Fox Sports 1. You know, they have the Saturday game. Yes. Not there. Wasn't there? Oh, what's going on? It was on? on regular Fox? So I go and I look at my app and I see, yeah, they're on Big Fox. Wow. Finally found it, and he wasn't very pleased. Yesterday, though, a smile on the face of Poopy as the Cardinals get it done. <laughs> Richard, that is fair. Inside the left field line, all the way to the corner. Clears the bases. And with that, it's 3-0 Cardinals. They go on for the victory and their four-game losing skid. The Cardinals get it done against the Giants. We finish up with the Cubs, and this thing was a laugher. Run after run after run for the Cubs, including Anthony Rizzo in the eighth. Baltimore. High drive, right center field. Broxton back at the wall. She's gone. Two-run shot. 12 to 1. 12 to 1 there. They go on for the 13-6 victory. The Cubs, after losing Friday, rained out on Saturday, get it done yesterday against Milwaukee. They do, and they'll be uh, back in action tonight with the Giants in town. So that'll be uh We'll see if the Cubs bats. What, Lackey's on the mound, right? Yeah, you got Lackey tonight. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll see what happens there. That was In Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Coming up on the other side, we go and talk some Hawkeyes. Tom Cakert on the decision by the University of Iowa to settle. 6.5 mil. That's a lot of jack. We'll talk about that and more with Tom Cakert coming up here on the other side. It's Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands a whole lot more car for a lot less money tom's auto sales tom's auto sales iowa's largest independent used car dealer four to five hundred used cars trucks and suvs in stock at tom's auto sales we have great prices and a great selection of the best quality used vehicles around we have the best prices in town on used vehicles and price sells cars we're a one-stop shop for all brands of cars trucks and suvs looking for that used vehicle in the five to six thousand dollar range Tom's Auto Sales has it. Family owned, family operated. Come into Tom's Auto Sales and let ours help yours. We don't sell to everyone we talk to, but we're still talking to everyone we sold to. Tom's Auto Sales with four locations in the Des Moines Metro, three locations just off 235 on East University Avenue, and one location just south of 8035 on Merle Hay Road. Visit our website at tomsautogroup.com. That's tomsautogroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales. Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, Monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C. Reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's Wolf 
wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. Tom Cakert is our first guest here on the program as he gets things rolling. Uh, you know him from HawkeyeReport.com. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Tommy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, and uh, I hope we're still going to do our PTL mock draft, and i got to whisper something to Jim tell him his first pick. Okay, That's all right. Cord- Cordell Pencil is your first pick. <laughs> Didn't he just have, uh, like, some surgery there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you, you're set- you can't sneak one by old old uh, Jimmy B so over he's set- there. So he's setting me up here is what he's, he's doing. He's trying. He's trying. I'll probably take him with my third selection. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll wouldn't prob- surprise me. I know. I'll probably do that. Well, yeah, we will hey. do that again, Tom. Don't worry. Oh, good. Tommy, let's get right to the uh, the big story. And, and we always get a kick out of the late Friday afternoon news dump. And that's exactly, oh, yeah. and that's exactly what Iowa did. Look. They got banged, and they got banged hard on this deal. 6.5 mil. They settle with Greasebaum and put the Meyer case to bed. Uh, This was dirty laundry. They knew that after they tried to get the court to give them an extension so they had more time to prepare, and the court said no, they had to move quickly, and they did. Not only was this great lawyering by the attorneys that handled Griesbaum and also Meyer, uh, it was a great move as far as negotiations as well. Yep, they had Iowa boxed in to. Uh, they had to make a, you know, a choice. We want to go through this again and probably lose again and have to put our coaches on trial as well, basically because. Fran McCaffrey and Chris Doyle were going to be on trial for, um, you know, yelling at kids in, in weight rooms and on the court and all that other stuff. So uh, they didn't want to put them through that. So, um, and they knew they were probably going to, the, the, the fate was going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, so they had to take the hit, swallow, swallow hard and write that big check that will come and for fans that are wondering, that comes out of the athletic department. That's not the university side. It's not your tax dollars. University side, it's it's all athletic department revenue, which is, uh, you know, raised by the athletic department, and no tax dollars are involved. So that uh, Big Ten TV money is going to go $6.5 million. That's handy. Uh, Iowa, we know the athletic department is flush with cash. Is this going to sting in any area, either maybe pushing back a project they wanted to do, a buyout of, of a coach's contract down the line? You know, many different things that can happen. 
Is there a possibility that we might see this sting down the line somewhere? Or just because there is so much money, it's just shifting around a couple of zeros here and there, making that ledger look back at zero again, and they're going to be fine? I honestly think maybe they'll end up uh, raising more money off of this because I think a lot of people who are supportive of the athletic department and have uh, and were at different times dealing with Jane Meyer are probably like, I'm going to give it a little extra just because uh, I hate seeing this happen and uh, hate seeing her walk away with this money. But yeah, but it's the school's it's, fault, though. It's it's proven it it's proven that it's the school's fault. It is, it is. But uh, I, I still think I, I was guilty of this too because I had nothing but bad dealings with Jane over the years, and she was just not a friendly person to deal with. And everybody else I've deal, dealt with at the University of Iowa has been uh, completely friendly and easy to deal with and easy to work with, even if you disagree with them on something. They're very respectful, and she was not that. And I think that's where a lot of us who are following this go, oh, my gosh, you know, she's going to lose that. I mean, she's going to pain. They just fired her because she's in pain. And uh, that's not how this works, and that's not how the the uh, jurors uh, saw this case. And now I always got to write a really tough check to write. Boy, that's a tough one to write. Yeah. It is a tough one to write. Uh, look, here's what I I don't get. If you had dealings with her, other media people had dealings with her and didn't find her to be a pleasant person, then why on the reviews did she always get a solid review? Good question, and one uh, they they asked Gary Barda, and he really didn't have a good answer for it. That uh, you know, apparently she, if you show up and you do your job, you're okay. But I, I don't think they took into account or asked or accounts from people who uh, had to deal with her on a regular basis, maybe, that, um, you know, but she just had some monster screw-ups. I mean, you know, I'm going up right now to see Rick Keller, and I know you guys got him on the show, and right. screwed up, the, he, she screwed up the the, the uh, field turf for, mm-hmm. for Dwayne Banks Field, and it cost him money, cost him extra money. And, um, you know, there are just other issues that came, came up with the, the football design for the football complex was, was slow and didn't get there in time and, you know, screwed up things for Tom Brands and the wrestling program and didn't include those coaches in some of those discussions with the people who did the design work. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of things that, that added up to kind of a, I still think it's a little bit of a head-scratching decision, but I understand, respect what those people did and understand that they valued there was lack of documentation and lack of of things in her uh, employment history that showed up in those uh, reviews every year. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tom, uh, that leads to a question that we've talked about now for a few weeks, and that is the future of Gary Barta. Six and a half million dollars. This thing goes away, but what will never go away, those black marks on his resume, the five counts that he was found guilty of, I've talked about it before. You know Iowa City very well, Tom. In that environment at a school like Iowa, I still struggle to see how he can keep his job, yet there are many people out there that believe that they wrote the check, it's going to go away, and that Bart is going to stick around. Where are you at right now when you look at his future? I think one of the most surprising things about the Friday news dump was that Gary Bart issued a statement. Mm -hmm. Because normally in that situation, 
if you're looking to maybe make that next move on the on, on the uh, usual uh, mode of operation for a company, you're not going to hear from the guy who's getting came. So I thought that was kind of a almost a um, you know a kind of a vote of confidence, if you will, from uh, the university that they allowed Gary to issue that statement. And I, I think that's a sign that maybe he is going to survive this. I, I've just seen, and you guys have seen this in the business world and, and other walks of life where it, it, there's always a fall guy. There's always somebody that when you take a bad PR hit, you're going to throw somebody uh, down the chute and, and they'll pay the price. And that's how you just kind of start to move on. But it seems like Iowa is going to stick by Gary at this point. And uh, pending those reviews, they still have their own review that they've commissioned uh, on their practices. And also you've got the, the feds in there. You've got the Department of Education in there uh, looking at the Title IX violations. So um, yeah. you know, if those things come back poorly, then I, I think maybe we reexamine. Uh, Gary Barton's future. That could be what they're waiting for. Uh, is that review underway as we speak? Do you know? Yeah, I believe it is. Um, but just in talking to a few people um, around the, the program, they seem to think that Gary's okay right now. Wow. Uh, I, I think it's, and it does surprise me because I, I just go by the, the old adage that somebody's, there's always a fall guy in something like this. And, uh, um, you know, he was on shaky ground a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know if he was going to make it uh, a few years ago. And um, now he's, it seems like they're going to stick by him. And I think part of it is everybody else on the university side knows just how difficult Jane was to deal with. And they just don't agree with the decision. And that's kind of how they're going to explain this away. But you wonder the impact that it'll have with, with the university and, um, and, and, you know, they, Gary's got a tough decision to make with the softball coach. Yes. You know, who's, um, you know, is he going to have a tough time firing female coaches now? And that's just, that's the bottom line here uh, because this, that's the ramification of this decision. Tom Caker joining us here. Tom, uh, with that, you mentioned uh, the future of things. Let's just say that a new athletic director does come in. Fran McCaffrey Things are looking pretty good there. The future certainly very bright with the young roster and the way that he's recruiting. Kirk Ferentz, though, is just a different animal. Another long contract extension given to him. It's going to take him deep into the 2020s. He's got his son as the offensive coordinator, and uh, that is the biggest hire on, on the future. If there is a coach out of those two, between Fran and Kirk, who would be more nervous about a new AD coming in? Uh I don't honestly. I don't know that either of them would be nervous. I don't think it's Fran's nature to be nervous about those things. He just yeah. kind of focuses on his basketball stuff, and he doesn't care. And Kirk, and I mean this in the most endearing term necessary for this. It's not a bad thing, but he's an eight hundred pound gorilla at the. At, yeah. No, he is the Iowa, the University of Iowa structure. I mean, he is the most powerful person at the University of Iowa, and there is nobody that's even close to him. That's just. Not that he throws his power around or anything, but he is—he just has that sort of power. And it's funny because I, I, you know, thinking about this when Gene Taylor, the deputy AD, left, and it's a lot like Bill Snyder at K State, and 
Gene's down there at K-State, and Gene has, or, or uh, Bill has his son, who was kind of his spokesman while he was out this, uh, this spring uh, recovering from the cancer uh, situation that he has going on right now. And Bill's made no bones about the idea that he wants his son to be the next coach uh, of the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, Kirk's never come out and said, I want Brian to be the head coach. But, I, I, you know, we can read between the lines. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think that Brian has the, the timber to be a head coach. But we don't know how this is going to work out. And what if this offense is just terrible? Yeah. It's two and three years in, and it's terrible. Um, and Kirk's going to be winding down. You, I mean, it, it'd be a tough thing to pull off with Brian in the, uh, the head coach's chair if that happens. Now, if it's wildly successful, it's an easy decision, isn't it? Well, you would think so, but just on paper, and we're only in mid-May, I, both Trent and I see them struggling just to get six wins on football this coming fall. Yeah, when you look at the schedule, it is yeah. um, significantly yeah, tougher. Yeah, Tom, they got to play teams. Yeah, yeah. you got Ohio State back on the schedule. you got Penn State coming to Iowa City you got to go to Ames, and you know that's going to be a big game mm-hmm. uh, for, the, for the folks in Ames. And you got a tough opener Tom, in Tom, it's a big game for everybody in the state. Just stop it. Sound like, sound like a Hawkeye homer <laughs> right there. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know, and Trent will back me up on this, if Iowa wins, it's expected. If Iowa State wins, it's an upset. Mm-hmm. That's mm. how it's viewed nationally. True? Absolutely. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. And- as great as uh, Jimmy B loves that week, just I love that week. It's my favorite week it of the. Is, uh, it is your favorite of the, week of the year. I would like to see something different. Hey Tom, uh, before we let you run, not happening. Want to get your thoughts? Well, twenty twenty three, that contract ends, Jimmy B. Uh, <laughs> you'll be long gone by then. I will. God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus, I'll be, I'll be on the surfboard in in Honolulu is where I'll I be. I don't know if you'll be at a surfboard at that point. <laughs> uh, let's go I ahead. might be the surfboard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Jumping over to a little baseball, we got Coach Heller coming up. You're going to have a chance to talk to him here in about. 15, 20 minutes or so. Back to the Big Ten Tournament, fourth consecutive year. Had an opportunity to uh, get a share of that regular season title, but lost game one of their doubleheader Friday against Illinois. Still, with the injuries that they had with Eldred, pretty good accomplishment just getting back in what looked to be a rebuilding year to the Big Ten Tournament. Yeah, a young team for the most part. Um, and, you know, a lot of new faces this year. You know, people forget uh, Jake Adams, who hit 24 bombs this year and mm-hmm. I for the NCAA lead was not on this roster last year. He's a JUCO kid. So they have really retooled and he's got a lot of talent for the future. Um, and, you know, the pitching, he, Rick said before the season that he felt like they had more depth in pitching this year than they had um, in any year that he's been in Iowa. And that helped them, I thought, because – you know, when they lost Eldred, Gallagher was down for a little bit in the spring uh, early on that uh, they had to really rely on some of those young arms to come through. And for the most part, they have. And he's, you know, they're going to face a tough one. And um, Schaefer, the uh, top pitcher for Maryland, is, it's a tough draw. I mean, that kid's a major league draft pick uh, here in the next month or so. So that's going to be uh, a tough one. But you want to... Stay in that winner's bracket as long as you can so you don't have to burn through all your arms. 
through that loser's bracket in the double limb tournament. How do you, what type of chance do you give them to uh, pull this off? I think if they get past, if they got to get past Maryland. And if they can do that, they got a good shot at making a run to the championship game um, because they match up, they've matched up really well against uh, Nebraska, who they mm-hmm. potentially face. Indiana's on the other side of the bracket, too, and that, that helps because they're the home team in this tournament. I think they're playing pretty well. Um, so they avoid you know, the, the host team uh, early on, and, and that's always a, a benefit for any team in the tournament. Tom, uh, we'll let you run with this. Yeah, this Maryland team got a very good number one pitcher that they'll see on Wednesday night. But uh, some recruiting news and a great name, Samson. Tell us a little bit about the newest Hawkeye on the recruiting front for football. Well, I'll tell you, my buddy, um, Edgy Tim, Mm -hmm. uh, who runs our uh, Illinois prep site, Mm -hmm. he's been doing this for a long, 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 long time. And um, he knows his stuff. And he named Samson Evans the player of the year in the state of Illinois last year as a junior, and he's never done that before. So that just tells you how good of a player he is and how productive of a player he is. He plays quarterback, um, but he's going to play wide receiver at Iowa. He's just one of those guys that you just watch his film and the way he plays, and it just screams out, this is a kid who's going to do really well at Iowa because he's the type of player that really thrives. At, at, at Iowa in an Iowa system. Tell him not to cut his hair. <laughs> That's right. And get a girlfriend named Delilah. That's it. That... You got it. Yep, you got it. Keep him away from those two <laughs> things. He'll be great. Tom, is always good catching up with you. Enjoy your conversation with Coach Heller. We'll keep our eye over at HawkeyeReport.com and get ready for the big baseball game coming up Wednesday night. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Okay, Tommy. See you. There you go. Tom Kakert on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway. West Des Moines, always good stuff out of him. You like that name? Samson. Samson. Now, when I hear Samson, of course, yes, I, I yes. know what you're speak of, speaking yes. of. Uh-huh. But I think of uh, the cult classic, Half-Baked. Oh. You ever seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle, the, Dave Chappelle, when he's playing the drug dealer. <laughs> Samson. Samson. That's all I think about. Uh, Samson and Delilah, by the way, was a movie that starred Victor Mature as Samson. I can't believe I just referenced that on this Sports Talk radio show. This Samson looks a little bit different yes, than the one does. that I was referencing. Yes, he does. And doesn't have a whole lot of hair. No, he does <laughs> Keep that hair, son. <laughs> Jimmy B and TC, we're coming right back. Big Talker, 1700. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines' Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Trust. Quality value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. 
Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping summer's almost here so is grilling season this long weekend, start them both at the Home Depot with a Dynaglow 5-burner gas grill with side burner. Now just $179. You save 20 bucks. Its five main burners offer plenty of firepower, and its big grilling area covers a lot of burgers, hot dogs, and weekends. Get Memorial Day savings on a Dynaglow 5-burner gas grill. Now just $179. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. Attention investors, protect your IRA or 401k by storing your retirement at home with an Augusta Home Delivery Gold IRA. Call Augusta today at 855-858-5807 for a free guide on transferring a portion of your IRA or 401k into approved physical gold and silver coins and store them in your safe at home or at your local bank. Call 855-858-5807 today and discover how you can get up to $2,000 in silver free. Call Augusta today at 855-858-5807. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
All right, everybody, welcome back in. Trent and I looking at the video highlights of Samson. Tell that dude not to cut his hair. Samson Evans. Man, he can run. You know, it's... All right, so this kid's a, a wishbone quarterback right. at the high school level. Yeah. So, and he's not going to be a quarterback at the next level. Oh, so, no. So that's no. part of it. You know, to be named Player of the Year in Illinois, pretty good. Uh-huh. uh-huh. To do it as a junior. Yeah. Even better. He's got some skills. He does. And we're watching this highlight package, and he's listed at 6'1". He's actually 5'11 and a half. He went to uh, one of the Nike events already okay. this year. And they measured him measured there? Measured 5'11 and a half. Had uh, but they put together your forty time, your shuttle time. Right. There's a strength drill, uh, drill that they have in there. They put all these things together, and it, it spits out a number. And his number, and it kind of measures everything athletically, higher than Oliver Martin's was last wow. year. Wow. Yeah. Now which, that's impressive. And remember Oliver Martin? All those offers started to come after yes. he went to that Nike event. All of a sudden, people said, "Oh, look at this guy. He's a heck of an athlete yeah. too." With all the production he had. Offers from Indiana, Iowa State, you know, just kind of the Minnesota, mm-hmm. the Midwest, but you don't see any big boys involved here. It'll be interesting to see his senior year, A, if he's, I'm going to assume his high school state quarterback. I mean, this kid's too good. To he, keep he's really good. Do. We haven't seen him throw a pass. Right. But it's all it, running. It's all running. <laughs> it's it's like a mini Christian McCaffrey. It is, yeah. I mean, we saw him return a punt, too, yep, yep. for a touchdown. Yeah, but uh, it'd be fun to see because this is a kid that probably, what, you say he's going to be a slot receiver, but with his running ability. I'd try to get the ball in his hands as many times as I could. And with the offensive coordinator, you know, remember, uh, I think it was last year, Brian Ferentz was being interviewed, I think it was during the bye week, Mm -hmm. when they have the coaches available a lot more. And, you know, he talked a little bit about having – a quarterback that can move around a little bit more, you know, right. the Brad Banks type, a guy that has some ability, the dual threat, true sure. dual threat. Sure, and We saw Bethard can be yep. a little bit be, yeah. like that. Drew Tate, mm-hmm. you know, could move around. Mm-hmm. But if they are able to find a true dual threat quarterback, either be it a guy like Peyton Manziel who's coming in, who some people say, you know, moves around better than anybody they have in camp. I, in fact, now that I think of it, he was talking about Boyle and talking about some things that he can do. If he decides, you know, I want to get a quarterback in here that we can do more of these kind of things, we can go a little more spread option, and then you got a guy like this Samson Evans, and he's going to be a wide receiver, a slot guy, but you can put him in motion. Sure. You can do fly sweeps, which we see Wisconsin do a ton, you know, things like that, and get him involved different ways. You know, I just wonder, with Brian Ferentz, how much he's going to be willing to step outside of the box of what we see. I hear you. I know. He is... He likes to ruffle feathers. He is he is built much differently than the, than old, he, man. Than the old man. Yeah, he he's is. much like Mary. Yeah. For anybody that knows Mary, Mary will tell you what's on her mind. That's correct. She doesn't beat around the bush. She's not nearly as diplomatic as her old man Kirk. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian has a lot of Mary in that's him, good in, in that fashion. So, but if he's going to if he's going to look at restructuring things, and, and that's the part we don't know, mm-hmm. is we know the passing game is going to look different. I've I beat you over the head with that. Jim. You have. And it I, is going to look I'll, different. I'll believe it when I see it, but that's fine. I'll take your word for it now. When when did you come to Iowa? Twenty early twenty ten. Twenty ten. Seven years. So you saw O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. You saw yes. his offense. Yeah, I saw his offense. Yeah. The passing game looked different than what you said saw under Greg Davis. Greg yeah, Davis was yes, a lot more. Yes, it did. Yes. Get now, it on the printer. Now that you bring that up, yeah. yes, it did look different. Yes. And that's why, at the very least, I think it's going to morph back into what O'Keefe did 
in the passing game. Plus, O'Keefe is back as the quarterback's coach. Right. So they're going to rely on that. But I do believe the passing game is going to look different. And the running game is going to look the same. It doesn't matter who comes in. That's going to be very similar. Another thing I would like to see them do more in the run game is give us a counter every once in a while. Give us a counter play. Set that edge and get the false motion with your guy taking the jab step one way, coming back the other. We saw it a couple of times. I want to say two years ago against Minnesota. I think we saw it twice in that game that they won the night game over at Kinnick. Oh, that was a terrific game. LaShawn Daniels had all yes. one. We've seen it, but maybe just a touch more. Just because the Iowa offensive system, it is very much, we're going to line up. You're going to know what we're going to do running the football, and we think we can beat you hat on hat. And that's all well and good. But you can add some dimensions in there, right? Mm, yeah. You give us a, p- a counter. Yeah. Give, give me us, something. Yeah. Run a draw play. Right, right. <laughs> seen, well, around here, Jim, uh-huh. I'll tell you, the draw yes. brings up some painful memories. Oh, sorry I referenced that then. Yeah. Hayden was notorious for third and 12 draw plays. Oh. And they pop every once in a while. Yeah. And you get the first down. Oh, yeah. But more than often, you're punting. Didn't they run... Take me back to this, and you'll remember the first time that played Northern Illinois, and it was Lynch who was the quarterback, not not where uh, Northern Illinois came in and beat him at Kinnick the first time in Chicago. Okay. All right, to win that game? Well, the first they... time in Chicago was before that. That was back in 05 or 06. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, but no, the second time when Jordan Lynch was the quarterback there and okay. they played him. Didn't they pop a draw play like on third down yeah. that that won the game for them? Yeah, they did. Okay, they see. Did. Now it only took me about two quarters where I looked over at the friends that we we're yes uh, in Soldier Field with, and I I said to my buddy, I blanking hate the Greg Davis offense. <laughs> he didn't even make it a half, and I was sick of it. Yeah, that one popped, and they got a touchdown. And they got a touch. Was it nineteen eighteen seventy? Yes, yeah, that was it. Yeah, was the won the game on that, on that draw play. Damon Bullock. There you go. Had the run. For Had the the run. That's Good it. Good memory, Jimmy. Thank Lee. you, brother. Thank you. We'll take the timeout coming off to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. It was a lot of Big Ten and Hawkeyes. We're going to talk Big 12 on the other side. Pete Mundo is going to join us from Heartland College Sports. We'll talk with him a little bit about Iowa State football, get into a look forward with everybody's spring game in the mm-hmm. books, a look at the Big 12. That's coming up next here as we continue on, Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Here is the inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black. Great health comes from nature, and that's what's in Texas Superfood. Nature's antioxidant-rich vitamins and minerals from 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. So here's my health promise to you. Switch from your chemistry-set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Experience increased energy, more focus, and better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at TexasSuperfood.com. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. 
it's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. If there's one thing the pros at Advance know, it's parts. Advanced out of parts and batteries, Craig can help you. Hey, Craig, I need an oil change. I was wondering if you had any deals. Yes, we have uh, five quarts of Castrol Edge with a K&N filter for $22.99. That's a good deal. Castrol Edge is good stuff, right? Absolutely. Helps the performance of hardworking engines. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, you can't get better protection. Wow, even better. Now at Advance Auto, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or high mileage full synthetic and a K&N oil filter for just $22.99 after mail-in rebate. See store for details also at participating CarQuest stores. Summer's almost here. So is grilling season. This long weekend, start them both at the Home Depot with a Dynaglow 5-burner gas grill with side burner. Now just $179. You save 20 bucks. Its five main burners offer plenty of firepower, and its big grilling area covers a lot of burgers, hot dogs, and weekends. Get Memorial Day savings on a Dynaglow 5-burner gas grill. Now just $179, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 1700 KBGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips. Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the 